And uh, when I say be you, it also means uh, uh, keep working on your identity, uh, keep your identity intact, don't let it get diluted, and uh, be very secure in your skin, be comfortable with how you look, be comfortable with your skill sets and also your weaknesses. So be you because it's a superpower. for tapping on this episode this is your host khushi khare and you are listening to the women's stories the only indian podcast where i bring extraordinary stories of unconventional business women i keep my hand on my heart and all today i can feel is gratitude today on the episode 18th of the women's stories we have a marketing and advertising professor a feminist a philanthropist and on top of that a diva You almost have seen her while scrolling your real feed. Dr. Falguni is a passionate marketing and advertising professor and teacher at MICA. She has boldly taken the initiative to speak on some of the major societal problems to make a good change. Let's get into this conversation to unleash the power of feminism and to get some hot real tips. First of all, I warmly welcome you on the season two of the Women's Stories. It is uh, the 18th episode and this podcast is running just because uh, of the women like you who accept the invitation and keep the initiative running. That's great. More women's stories need to be told and heard. So you're already doing a good job. <laughs> Thank you so much. Just with your experience, what will you prefer over following the trend, the marketing trend? or making something unique that uh, shows our individuality always focus on your individuality because it shows your comfort right uh, you may follow trends you may follow the bandwagon but that may not be the real you and uh, see when you are not the real you when it comes to content or style or fashion or way of talking little bit of you know fakeness will show and uh, authenticity is a key right so when you are focusing on individuality the person you are your background the roots where you come from your value systems your talent your skills i think you are more confident in whatever you are giving as an output whether it is as a working professional whether it is as a content creator on social media whether it is as the podcast uh, you know host and the guest even if you want to focus on uh, something which are uh, trending always try to give your personal uh, take on it yeah that was an insightful answer as a content creator myself sometimes i just you know get in this loop of following the trend and then the content burnout occur and then you know then of course i'm again you know i should just follow my heart <laughs> and let it happen uh, as a child i've always grown uh, watching this advertisement especially if i'll talk about uh, perfumes so why are people of the opposite gender always showing 
falling and rolling in the perfume advertisement <laughs> like uh, what was the uh, actual consumer psychology at the this ad maker kept in mind while making these advertisements so uh, deodorant as a category you are very right has worked on very gender stereotypical uh, codes of uh, attraction beauty uh, what you call uh, being sexy or it or uh, physically attractive to the uh, other gender so there's always this uh, you know the psychology runs as you asked about what is the consumer's uh, psychology so first is of course the uh, inevitable physical attraction that happens between men and women then now of course all genders all six um, genders right whichever gender you affiliate and uh, are attracted towards but that was the time when we were talking only about men and women you know two genders and there was always this sexual tension this uh, physical attraction between the two right so that is the first uh, insight second insight is that women uh, find the smell of a man very uh, you know what should i say attractive whether it is the after shave uh, lotion smell or whether it is the uh, smoking of the cigarette uh, smell or and then of course came the deodorant smell which basically says that it uh, takes away the ugliness of body odor and uh, you know body odor coming because of um, long hours in the sun or because of perspiration or because of humidity and deodorant was your quick fix uh, solution which made that smell sound sound and feel more attractive towards the uh, opposite gender but of course very stereotypical i would agree to that extremely uh, gendered also and uh, distasteful also because um, it's not only a body smell which will attract a woman to a man or a man to a woman also uh, these are there are many other things you know so the whole notion is that um, when you are attracted you are attracted through physical traits but when you fall in love and you are committed it is the non physical uh, traits right uh, that you get to know the person more you fall in the for you fall in love with let us say uh, his nature his personality his uh, never say die attitude uh, his ability to always be there or she being there right so i think it's uh, the law of the inside rules ruled there then time was about uh, love at first sight and which can happen only because of uh, outer beauty so one part of it is the smell so yeah <laughs> yeah that was a beautiful answer uh, but like what do you think how those ads impacted uh, that generation because of course i still have uh, snippets of uh, those in advertisement in my yeah mind. so see it definitely yeah see advertising is done on mass media so it has uh, definitely it impacts right yeah. uh, minds and especially younger and vulnerable minds so uh, definitely as i said it narrowed down the idea of the law of attraction and uh, uh the law of uh, physical beauty so ek to it narrowed down in our minds secondly it uh, made it a socially correct thing to use deodorant so if you are not using a deodorant you are already an outcast that's what indirectly the ad said right so i think these were some of the impressions and see when it is also about your grooming uh, so in grooming when you make certain things inevitable uh people go after those materialistic uh, products and they'll buy more so it's also to push you know purchase and sales uh, of that particular category that they were trying to do and i think they were uh, successful with the whole element of that you know you are not socially correct if you don't use a deodorant and you are okay with your you know natural uh, body odor which comes out of sweating and physical activity and being out in the sun and being in humid conditions actually it's natural right we should not have any issues with it like we should not have issues with a freckled skin or we should not have issues with three four you know white hair of uh, you know artificial 
beauty and acceptance versus non-acceptance that people with vulnerable minds and uh, what should I say, weaker hearts uh, will fall for it, right? So, and that's what leads to a lot of uh, body insecurities. Yeah. Thank you. How branding and advertising would evolve with the upcoming generation that would be intolerant to any kind of biasness or bullshit? I think we are already seeing the change. There is a lot of realism that has come in uh, branding and advertising. And I think it's uh, not only due to a generation of uh, woke Gen Z and people. But so social media is giving platforms to consumers also to publish. And earlier also we were not happy with the portrayals. But where do we go and talk about it? Maybe in our two kilometers or maybe at our work or maybe with our friends. But today when you post that on your Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or a YouTube review you do, you know, then it comes out globally, right? It comes out to a larger level of peer groups, uh, which are consumers at large. So I think with the uh, advent of internet, digital and uh, social, we are more people who are not only woke, but also vocal. Uh, why vocal? Because they have more platforms to publish. And hence, in the coming years, we'll see more realism uh, uh, in marketing, branding, advertising. We will see more uh, advertising taking the route of storytelling, stories that connect with people, but which are based on reality. Like, for example, on Women's Day, I remember uh, Bima Jewelry released an ad of a human who was born as a boy, but always had the gender affiliation with being a woman and how she he went through a transition and became a she and how the parents accepted it, showing her wedding day, uh, wearing all that Pima jewelry as the bride who is getting walked to the, you know, mund up by her dad and by mom and all. So it's uh, a flashback that uh, the person is uh, going through, you know, how the journey has been so, so realistic, you know, so bold. And uh, so it may be outrageous uh, for a few but still the brand on a woman's day is talking about uh, a woman is not what is sex is assigned to you at the time of birth, but it is the gender that you are affiliated to. And of course, as an ad professor, I can talk of tons of such uh, campaigns, but I'll stop here. You'll see more realism and more conversation-led uh, uh, you know, strategies in uh, advertising in the coming years. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I also do remember that ad. And yeah, of course, it's a great time to be uh, witnessing this revolution live. Like, uh, so how modern marketers should keep up with the marketing strategies and what mindset uh, should they have when this world is changing every second? Yeah, so I think your last uh, two, three words are critical that the world is changing every second. And hence, as a marketer, your marketing intelligence has to be very high. You have to be in touch with your uh, categories, your markets, your uh, consumers, you have to constantly, you know, do social media listening to understand what people are talking about. You have to do continuous research to understand how the brand is being perceived by all stakeholders. You have to keep an eye on, uh, you know, consumer complaints getting generated every hour. You have to keep an eye on what are the people talking about exactly your ad, your product, your service, your experience on all mediums, right? So you cannot, in fact, blink. That's what I feel. You know, if you're a, if you're in marketing, you have to sleep taking turns. There's no other uh, way out, you know? So you have to keep awake and uh, you have to be more vigilant. You have to have more energy. And uh, I think the speed at which you will uh, act, react and respond is going to be the game changer. So uh, your pace at which you are doing work is going to be uh, very, very important. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, coming from a marketing expert like you is, everything and of course uh, I think when you plan reels or like for example you have a lot of content on LinkedIn and as well as on Instagram and then you also teach uh, in the institute so there is a lot of strategy and planning that must be going behind the stage yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely uh, so uh, with uh, this I would like to take on to uh, the other side that is we'll talk a little bit about feminism and feminism 
would uh, really like to take your advice on young girls willing to move out from their family uh, to grow as a person. So how should they convince a typical middle class Indian family? And uh, with your experience, like, like what, how would you guide a person who, who has just come to take advice to you? Yeah, so firstly, I will, uh, you know, show the reality that it's going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy. Uh, it's going to be tough convincing your uh, parents because your parents may agree, okay? They may be willing to give you that next level of uh, independence and space, right? But it's very difficult for them because for them, there is the sphere of Bo Charlo. You know, what will society say? You know, what will we answer to the religion? earning because when you have to live independently you need money also right so if you're going to take money from your parents and shift then it is not going to teach you anything so you need a salary you need a proper job you need to earn well so once you reach to the stage it doesn't matter even if you shift to a one room uh, you know hostel in the same city as your parents but something where you will have to sit down and do that tough conversation uh, with your parents you know so you will have to first convince them why because they should not be getting a wrong picture of why you want to do the shift, okay? See, mostly parents will, firstly, they'll be scared of relatives. They'll be fearing society. And they'll feel because you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or, you know, you have an affair you want to live in. No, so you have to tell them the right reasons. You know, you have to uh, take uh, win trust from them and tell them that you need because you are too protected here. And uh, you want to run a house on your own. You want to grow. Also, as an adult, you need your space. You need your uh, privacy to invite your friends at any point in time you know here it will disturb you so i think nothing will work but a heart-to-heart -heart, uh, conversation and uh, i always tell these uh, young people that you know see parents uh, 90 percent parents are those who have the best in their heart for you you know they've given birth to you so even if they're saying no they are saying it out of some fear or insecurity or more protection or love that they have so the only way is to be patient. Like don't think that today I'll go and tell them and tomorrow they'll say, okay, you can go and live wherever you want. So keep some time in hand, you know. So at least uh, keep two, three months in hand to do the talking. So gradually they'll understand, you know. You show them examples of people doing it well. You show them, you know, your role models and how they've evolved. You tell them firstly the logic why you want to do it, okay. So and that all should come with a lot of stability of income as well. So you should be earning by then. You should have a steady flow of income so that they'll also understand what you're trying to tell. But this understanding will take time. It won't happen overnight. So don't expect that. Yeah. So like repetitively reminding them the logic behind shifting. And repetitively having a dialogue, not reminding, but having that conversation. Okay. Yeah. I got it. Got it. Thanks a lot uh, for the advice. I think a lot of people would get like kind of a navigation route through this answer. Uh, continuing to this context only, like I've observed uh, this pattern um, that men uh, of the family try to mm, try to like kind of uh, tell women of the family the right time to ma marry, no matter how educated they are. Uh, but uh, at back of the mind, they just carry this undue tension of marrying their girl child. Uh, so how should we uh, change this mindset? On the both parts, like how family members, the adults could change the mindset and how youngsters could work to change their mindset. So youngsters, I think I only see two routes, education and financial uh, empowerment. So if you are educated and if you are earning, you already have a voice. So you need to utilize that. Right. So I'll go back to this uh, saying, Sam, Dam, Dandabed, you know, whichever way 
you know so firstly of course you will tell them that no you don't think it's the right time for you to marry you are still not comfortable you want to give two more years to yourself and then see whether you want to get married or not married okay secondly is uh, you know do whatever it takes to emotionally uh, convey it to them go on a fast you know stop cooperating you know because dheere dheere you will have to do it no you are their you are their child you also know the trick to you know unko kaise manayenge hum because they bahut ek pahar sa question hai right so i think somewhere you have to tell them that uh, सी आप एक बात अगर चेंज कर सको ना उनके माइंड में दैट मैरिज इज नॉट अबाउट बीइंग सेटल्ड सेटल्ड इज व्हेन आई एम अर्निंग एंड आई कैन फेंड फॉर माय सेल्फ ओके आई कैन टेक केयर ऑफ माय एक्सपेंसेस दैट इज सेटलिंग एंड आई एम सेटल्ड ओके सो मैरिज एंड आल्सो टेल देम दैट दैट अ हैप्पी पर्सन इज मोर इंपॉर्टेंट देन एन अनहैप्पीली मैरिड डॉटर सो यू नो यू वांट यू वांट टू सेटल इन विद यू वांट टू मैरी सॉरी मैरी अ पर्सन हु इज right for you you are right for that person because it's a lifelong commitment uh, you don't want to you know go through very rough and rough uh, patches of divorce separation and bring you know unhappiness to everybody you know everybody who loves you will be unhappy so i think you need to convince them through this but you can do it only if you you are uh, having a job or you're working or you are earning salary i can say that so yeah yeah that was a powerful answer and of course financial empowerment is yeah is the key, the key. yeah yeah i can feel that and so how should uh, women deal with men's uh, planning at uh, work uh, at corporate places like how should we exactly combat with that so i think uh, only way is by being very confident about the value you bring on table like i love this saying that if you know the value that you are bringing on table you will never be afraid of eating alone right so so i think uh, don't in your mind don't have any inferiority uh, you come with the same degree and background with the men are coming but the only privilege that they have is they'll be more in numbers because historically they have been working earlier than you so you know you women in the workforce entered uh, very late right so one is uh, have confidence in your uh, content the value that you are bringing to the table uh, have a very equal uh, kind of you know mindset when it comes to your and as a senior woman uh, you know say for example someone like me with 24 years of work ex full time at my job i have to look out for younger women you know who are struggling to be their support so that women to women uh, support also uh, will make a lot of difference and as i said in your mind have that equality so be ready that uh, you will not be given weaker uh, portfolios or uh, you'll not be able to say no kyunki are traveling hai kal to ganesh chaturthi hai but it's an important project you only ask for it right you are now a team members so you have to go and present so ganesh chaturthi unfortunately will have to wait or somebody else at home will have to do it or you'll have to do it uh, you know in a token way you know so somewhere as women we also have to evolve and understand that if we are demanding equality we also have to perform equally no that time it cannot be ladies seat hame de do so are you getting my point yeah, yeah. so then equality in the mindset means agar aapko hi 5 saal se bola ja raha hai ki pura women group will come and do rangoli why are not saying no say that we will do the decoration floral decoration other male colleagues will do rangoli so mm-hmm. somewhere you have to get these hints you know of subtle uh, inequality at offices yeah i mean uh, these are the little steps i think that we kind of yeah. sometimes because in the hustle we will rangoli to banana liye bana dete hain of course then once in a while everything is okay see once in a while doing rangoli once in a while even serving your male colleagues is okay but it cannot be every time no that you are serving a chai and pakoda on a rainy day and they are eating they also have to serve so you have to be also very uh, you know clear about what you want in life yeah yeah 
that i mean uh, the beauty is that the power the most power is in the little steps that we kind of ignore the exactly, yeah exactly yeah so uh, do you believe in competition or do you believe that every human do have a different path and that's the beauty of life yeah i don't i don't believe in rat race or uh, competition i believe we all grow based on our potential our dreams our desires and most importantly our situational realities and uh, our situation decides our priorities so if my loved one is bedridden for 3 years from now i will take it easy i'll not aim for the next promotion because that's not my priority but my work is still my priority so i'll keep working but i want to dedicate more time to my loved one so that's a choice right so that means you're not in competition so i don't think uh, i believe in competition or rat race because that brings a very undue level of uh, stress and uh, you know imposes a lot of burden on you to you know perform based on what others are performing when your life and your story is uh, very different and their life and their story is also very different mm-hmm. right yeah that uh, that answer was much required because most of our listeners are uh, school going like between 16 to 21 yes. of age so yeah that's that's need of the hour. and also you like you're already doing amazing on instagram reels so i would really like to have some reels tips some instagram reels tips uh, tips from you okay so firstly i think um see understand what your audience loves that is very important so uh, if your audience loves uh, comedy satire from you then you should be producing more of that content right so understand what content uh, gives more engagement and more interaction and your audience loves you for that so create more content in that area because then that defines you and that is your personal brand uh secondly uh, i think use your insights tool on instagram uh, very actively and see when the audience is more alive so let us say my audience is more alive 12 am and 9 pm so accordingly schedule your uh, posting of the reel uh, always use instagram music because they'll push it more if you use the original music available on instagram uh, app uh, please try and create uh, sharp uh, videos and pictures blurry images and you know hazy videos may log turan scroll up karenge you know they'll not wait to uh, see it and uh, i think uh, see sometimes also follow trends because once in a while uh, you know add your own one one or two trends in between do remixes because if already done well they'll give you good uh, attention and uh, engagement right so i think it's all a mix and i think most importantly post daily if you want to grow if you want to grow if you want to casually exist then uh, it's okay you do it like once in seven months no nobody it's not an issue but if you want to grow on instagram then you have to post daily okay yeah that were quite a lot uh, insightful tips i because reels has become such a buzz topic uh, everyone is like kind of running and it's uh, it's need to grow on instagram especially for businesses and content creators so that's why i just thought to directly ask from an expert like you because uh, of course uh, it would be helpful for a lot of us and lastly to wrap up this conversation uh, a message to the entire women fraternity through this podcast i think my one single message would be always be you because that's your superpower and uh, when i say be you it also means uh, uh keep working on your identity uh keep your identity intact don't let it get diluted and uh be very secure in your skin be comfortable with how you look be comfortable with your skill sets and also your weaknesses so be you because it's a superpower yeah uh, thanks a lot for this empowering rapper yes, uh, yeah 
and i hope that you thoroughly enjoyed this conversation as much as i did uh, yes yes of course if you like this episode don't forget to share it with your friends and family do tag me on your social media handles up till then take care of yourselves and keep spreading love i'll talk to you soon